0: Welcome to episode four of Coffee with Kelsey. If you haven't listened to the previous three episodes yet, be sure to go back and listen to those first before continuing with today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's go ahead and get started. About two hours into the drive from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, we received a phone call Um, letting us know that they had just announced evacuations in New York City, Um, all of the low-lying areas in all five boroughs. And, you know, this was not a shock, but we felt it was, you know, this was really late. And we had just beat the mad rush to get out. When we arrived, um... I was glued to the weather channel watching everything trying to find out any kind of information that i could about what was going on and just watching everything like i was just glued to it we had no idea what to expect we were hoping for the best but we also knew that um, it was a possibility that it was going to be pretty um we'll say atrocious this whole thing and the next I don't even know how long it was I think it was about two weeks um, it was completely a blur it was a complete blur I have no idea even what happened and when we were finally able to go back to the city um, back to Brooklyn everything was utterly destroyed there were all of these houses right on right on the beach right in the front were just completely leveled they were gone there were houses that were and buildings that were just chopped in half and you could see straight into them into people's bedrooms and living rooms it was it was insane there were cars flipped upside down in the streets lifted up on top of fire hydrants and it looked like it looked like an apocalyptic Event It was so shocking and unlike anything I'd ever seen in my life. Arriving at our apartment, absolutely nothing could have prepared us for what we were about to see. When we walked up to the door, at first, I didn't even see the water line. Whenever I, I had to look up. To see the water line, it was well above my head. And that was my first sign that I don't even know if I want to look in there. We were trying to access that apartment and trying to get in, and we weren't even able to open the door. Um, The property owner had to actually um, come in with a saw and go through another. Another side of the apartment, with with a chainsaw to even access our apartment. And when we got inside, we realized why we would why we weren't able to actually get in it was because the refrigerator had been moved by the water and was up against our door. All of the appliances had moved. Everything was just. It was absolutely shocking. The place was absolutely a disaster zone. We lost absolutely everything. Everything was gone. Everything was trashed. Everything we'd worked so insanely hard for to get to New York in our first place, all the work we put in, all of the financial pieces we had to put together. It all felt like it was for nothing. This was absolutely devastating. And also on top of that, our building had been deemed um, uninhabitable and had major structural damage, meaning that we wouldn't even be able to get back into that apartment and that at that point, it would likely need to be demolished because of the extent of the damage. Realizing at this point that there was absolutely nothing that we could do. There was nothing that was salvageable. Everything was destroyed. Everything was gone. All of our things were... They were gone. It was all garbage. We went back to Pittsburgh in complete shock. We didn't even know where to go or what to do or what steps we should take in what direction. We were just in complete shock. At this point, it's rolling into the holidays about Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of this. And I had absolutely no interest. I didn't want any part of it. There were certain people who even found it funny what had just happened and it you know really made my blood boil I couldn't understand how some people really found it comical that everything that we had worked so hard for was just destroyed and just gone and you know it gave me even more fire to go back and do it again The one good thing that came out of this entire situation was that it really forced me to allow my foot to heal and to rehab it. Um, Because if we had been straight back into the city, I probably would have just re-injured it and made it worse. And that probably would have been even worse for for my foot. But anyway, that was a good thing that came out of the situation But we were not about to let this hurricane kick us out of New York and all of that hard work we had put in. We were going back. As soon as I was able to, I started um, working and teaching um, just step by step slowly because I had to still stay off like of my foot a certain amount of time. And as soon as I started to feel it, I had to, you know, remind myself, don't mess this up again. Please don't re-injure yourself. Take it slowly, which for anyone who knows me, it's like pulling needles. This is not something that, that I let myself do. So I had to really be patient with it and take time. But, you know, the savings process to go back to go back to New York started and we were more determined than ever, ever to go there and to get back what was just taken away from us. We realized pretty quickly that we were going to have a hard time finding anywhere to stay going back to New York. And it took us a good... Because of all the devastation and all of the houses and apartment buildings and everything that was damaged, it was going to take a long time for that to be rebuilt and for people to be... people everyone was still displaced. There were people living everywhere. I mean, there are there's an apartment shortage in New York in general, you know, especially at at, and at that time, it was just escalated. Let's leave it there for today. And we'll pick up where we left off next time. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Be sure to follow the podcast so you know when the next episode is released and I'll see you next time.